What's well, guys? I'm Kingston and I'm Ronald. And today I'll be reading Big Nate Game on Continue. Crack, whims, woof, a hole. I can't move. Nate, catch it. Wham. Yes, what a grab. He's tagging up. Baseball is a cruel game. Okay, gents. Big game tomorrow. We're playing alls. Auto glass for the league championship. And to make sure we're ready to make sure we're going to be focused. I have a special motivational speaker. Boys, I give you Coach John. He's giving us Coach John? Great. Listen up, magnets. We men are supposed to take responsibility. And we are going to defeat. I don't like Coach John. Neither do I. Boys, I have some bad news. What? Chester has chicken pox. No! Chester has chicken pox. That's just the worst. I could fill in for him. No. Anthony is going to be filling in for him. But I'm supposed to be filling in. Sorry, Nate. Joel's our representative, and he's going to be filling in. <sighs> Never get to do anything. Can I pitch? Without Chester, Matt, we will not be able to win. We gotta have some faith. Well, huh, huh. We're cooked. Now I'm gonna give you a timeline of what happened in these few pages. The time in these few pages was Nate falling in a hole and still catching the ball, and their best player, Chester, has the chicken pox, so he can't play. And Nate really wants to play because he's the backup for him, but he can't play. And another person has to play. And Nate is really sad because he never gets to do anything. Now it's Ronald's turn. And today I'm going to be reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Old School, Continue. The community service guys were more interested in goofing off than pitching in. And some of the stuff they were doing was downright dangerous. Cling! But right when it seemed like it couldn't get any worse, a bunch of vans rolled into the parking lot. An entire Girl Scout troop poured out of the vehicles. And it looked like they meant business. Within 10 minutes, they had organized everyone into the group cleanup into separate teams within the Girl Scouts in charge of each one. My team was responsible for raking leaves in the playground area and... The girl in charge of group was a brownie. I was a little embarrassing, but to be honest with you, I was happy the Girl Scout came in and whipped everyone into shape. Every time I've seen the Girl Scout get involved with the project, I've been impressed. A few months ago, the town wanted to build a community garden, but nobody could get their act together, and the project fizzled out. But the Girl Scouts swooped in and built the whole thing on a Saturday afternoon. I'll tell you this. If you put a group of boys in, in charge of something like that, especially my age, nothing good will come out of it. 
especially if there's power tools involved. Whoosh. Thunk, thunk, thunk. Even though they were at the town park to work, the Girl Scouts weren't going to let an opportunity to do some fundraising pass them by. They set a stand up to sell cookies, and one of their first customers was Mom. So I guess she changed her mind about people selling stuff to volunteers. I was glad the Girl Scouts were running to running this show, but they were working as hard. After an hour of raking, I was worn out and I wanted to go home, but it was clear they weren't letting anyone go until the last leaf was bagged. Another person in my group who seemed a little worn out was my homework buddy, Frew. Other people figured out how smart Frew is, and a bunch of grown-ups started bugging him for stuff they'd actually get from their phones. Frew, how's the stock market trending? Fruit, what's the weather the forecast for this weekend? Fruit, have any cats done anything amusing today? I noticed that every half hour the Girl Scouts rotated from group to group. So during the changing of the guard, I saw my opportunity and took it. I knew exactly where I was headed to, the creek. When I was on the swim team in first grade, Dad used to draw me off at the town pool every day. But the minute he drove away, I'd run down to the creek and catch minnows until practice was over. I'd always make sure I got back to the pool before Dad came to pick me up. And I jumped in the last second so it looked like I'd been swimming the whole time. Hop! But once, Dad came early to watch me practice. And I guess I got carried away catching minnows. So I ended up getting to the pool after Dad. And I got busted. Today I figured out I'd just take a quick breath down by the creek and then get back to work. But 30 seconds after I got there, I heard somebody crashing through the bushes. It turns out Fruit had seen me take off from the playground and he followed me. Pant, pant, crash. Fruit said he couldn't handle all the pestering from the grown-ups a second longer. And when he saw me leave, he thought I had the right idea. We were talking. We heard something coming our way. I thought it might be a bear, but it was pretty shocked to see that it was one of the community service guy. In fact, I knew the I knew this guy. His name was Billy Rotner. And he used to hang out with Roderick during his band practice. Bump a month or so ago, I heard Roderick tell one of his friends that Billy got caught stealing a pack of sour gummy worms at the convenience store. I really wasn't happy. This guy had followed me to my hiding spot. I told Billy he should go back to the park before he got us all in trouble. But Billy said he was making a run for it. He was never going back to the community service. And Billy started burbling about how when he was little, his mom bought a pack of sour worms for him and his brother to share, but his mother wouldn't give him a single worm and ate the whole pack. Choo, 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 choo. Billy said the only reason he stole from the convenience store so he could finally have a pack of sour gummy worms all to himself.
I was really getting uncomfortable listening to this guy go on and on and on and on and on. And I was hoping Fu would help me talk some sense to this guy. But then Fu started with a speech of how he's mom and dad never let him play laser tag and he always has to study geography B. This was all getting a little too much for me. And I decided I'd rather be raking leaves and listening to these guys tell their sob stories. So I started heading back to the playground. But all of a sudden that brownie appeared out of nowhere and totally caught me off guard. Hey! My instincts kicked in and I ran. Boo and Billy saw me take off and they were right on my heels. But the brownie was carrying a whistle. And next thing I knew, the whole Girl Scouts troop was in hot pursuit. I started to run faster when I realized me and Fu might get in serious trouble for harboring a fugitive. I didn't know the Girl Scouts could actually arrest us, but I wasn't going to stick around to find out. Tweet! Tweet! Splash, splash, splish, splish, splash. For all I knew, that was something they needed to do to earn one of their badges. Once the chase was on, Billy took the lead, and me and Fru just followed him. It was pretty obvious he had experience with this kind of thing because he seemed to know what he was doing. After a while, we were able to put some distance between ourselves and the Girl Scouts, and we could barely hear the whistles, so we stopped for a minute to catch our breath. Gas, gas. Tweet, tweet, tweet. So in this part of the book, Greg decided that he really didn't want to clean up at the park no more because he was getting tired. So he decided to go to the creek and his homer buddy Fruit found him at the creek and then B- Billy this this in this orange jumpsuit had followed him. He was a fugitive and they and this brownie had found them and though they took a run for it. Now it's fun fact time. Did you know pigs have excellent memory? And did you know a crocodile can't stick his tongue out? Bye now.